Hello, I'm Wendy Rigby. You're listening to Texas BioBytes from Texas Biomed. Researchers at Texas Biomed are zeroing in on a new way to target tuberculosis infection. The National Institutes of Health has awarded a four-year, $2.8 million grant for scientists to study the role of lung macrophages. Those are immune cells used in the metabolic and inflammation process. Findings could open the door to a new set of biological pathways critical to the body's response to TB in the lungs. I talked to the principal investigator of the study, who also happens to be the man who runs the institute. So I'm Larry Schlesinger, president and CEO of Texas Biomedical Research Institute. My major job is to ensure that our institute is moving forward, that it's working well, and that we continue to be an impact player worldwide in our discipline of science and education, which relates to infectious diseases and susceptible populations. One of those other hats you wear is TB researcher. So what is tuberculosis? Tuberculosis is a bacterial infection. It happens to be an infection that's been around for centuries and as talked about even in the Bible. It continues to be a very successful uh, bacterial infection caused by a bacteria called Mycobacterium tuberculosis uh, and is considered a modern-day scourge. It's one of the really major killers of humans. Uh, number one, singular infectious disease cause of death of humans. This is a lung disease. Tell us what it does to people. It's more than a lung disease, but it's primarily a lung disease. It has a very interesting way of infecting humans. First of all, it's a human-to-human transmissible. So somebody who's got a pneumonia coughs out the bacteria and it's inhaled by uh, the person who's in close proximity, usually um, a household contact or someone who's been in contact for a long time. And it goes into the lungs and actually goes around the body so it can exit the lungs. And the body's uh, immune system normally can handle it and we stay healthy. And the only way you know you've been infected is you go to, for your next job and you get a skin test or a blood test and they say, guess what, you've been infected with TB. So most of the time you're healthy and infected uh, and then a small percentage develop active disease, get sick, lose weight, lose a lot of weight about 80% of the time it's a pneumonia, but 20% of the time it actually can be an infection outside the lung in a variety of organs in the body. This is what we've seen in movies and in history books. They call it the wasting disease. Correct. Yeah, the wasting disease because of the, of the fact that um, this intense um, host response, this immune system response to the bacteria uh, leads to inflammation and that inflammation drives up your metabolic rate, you lose your appetite, and so you can lose more than 25% of your, of your weight. It used to be called consumption for that reason. Tell us about this grant you just received. Who is it from and what will it fund? So it's from the National Institutes of Health, from one of the institutes, the National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. It's a very exciting grant. It continues in my discipline of science, which relates to the host response to tuberculosis, and in particular, a cell called the macrophage, which is what I'm known for and the type of cell that I'm most uh, interested in know a lot about. The importance about macrophages is that when you've seen one macrophage in the body, you've seen one. So macrophages are the patrolling cells in all the tissues of your body. They are professional eating cells. They're couch potatoes in the tissue. They uh, eat for a living and they keep you healthy. That's their primary goal. But they're very sensitive to the environment they're living in. They take cues and those cues can really transform those cells differently. 
So in the context of tuberculosis, what we need to know is that it's a human evolved organism. So it's adapted to us. And it's particularly adapted to entering our bodies through the lungs. So there's something special about that interaction. And at its primary interface, that macrophage sitting in that lung takes up the TB. Remember I told you the cell is a professional eating cell. But TB can really exploit that cell for its benefit and begin the process of infection. So understanding those early interactions, what are those events that occur between the bacteria and the macrophage in the lung that really can dictate what the outcome of that process is. The lungs are exposed to the environment. They're bombarded daily by particulates, smoke, microbes from the nose and the throat, etc. So they have to deal with that and keep the lungs healthy so we can breathe. So they have evolved to regulate their immune system response. Some would call it dampening it, reducing it, so that it clears what it sees, that is through the macrophage and other environmental factors, but it doesn't inflame excessively. So let's think about it this way. It's been estimated that it only takes perhaps five bacteria of TB to cause an infection through the lung, but it takes 10 to the fifth bacteria or thereabouts to cause a limited skin infection. So that tells you how different the immune systems are and it's very much dependent on the tissue and organ. We need to really understand that lung environment to understand treatments for TB better. I'm a physician scientist. I'm interested in humans. And so I'm interested in the human immune system primarily. I have to use a variety of models to answer questions, but I really like to start my science and have over decades started my science with humans. So uh, the workhorse of this grant is uh, two types of macrophages. One, it, we derive from the bloodstream of humans, healthy donors that come to the laboratory. The other macrophages are gathered from volunteers who undergo a bronchoalveolar lavage. That's a medical procedure in which a bronchoscope is passed through the mouth or nose into the lungs and fluid is squirted in a small part of the lung and collected for examination. And you're looking for differences, similarities, pathways you didn't know about before. What are you looking for? The ultimate goal of this grant and my research is to ask whether early events between the bacteria and lung macrophages can actually predict host susceptibility or, or resistance to tuberculosis. I'm particularly interested in the concept of host-directed therapy, which would be one outcome of this grant. What is host-directed therapy? So host-directed therapy is a term we're currently using. It's an exciting new development in the field of infectious diseases. It is akin to cancer immunotherapy. In both cases, we are now looking to bolster our own body's immune system in conjunction with antibiotics to treat the bacteria to eradicate the organism. The problem historically with just drugs against the organism is the organisms are smart and they rapidly develop resistance. And so those antibiotics are no longer effective. But if we combine antibiotics with immune boosters, if you will, that host-directed therapy, uh, then we believe we'll have a, a better outcome and reduce the duration of treatment, which is long for TB with a lot of toxicity. So it's sort of like harnessing the power that's already within your own body and leveraging it. That's absolutely correct. There's a basic tenant here. 
which is we as humans fight infection by our immune system, not by antibiotics. The primary way to control an infection is health, okay, is health, our immune system. Antibiotics, they augment our, what we call in, in science, adjunctive. They, they help, they assist. But if your immune system is weak, very weak, then any antibiotic that you give will not work effectively. An example of that is when someone has cancer and they are treated with the poisons to kill the tumor cells and their immune system is left very weak, they are so susceptible to infection and the antibiotics are only partially effective because their immune system's weak. So one take home from today, keep your immune system healthy and you'll be in the best position to fight infection. How does knowing what you're trying to find out provide a path forward to helping bolster people's immune system? In the lung, it turns out the macrophage is very important in several different ways, but two I want to highlight. One is that it metabolizes products in our body. It's intricately involved in host metabolism. So it takes in and metabolizes sugar, and it takes in and, and metabolizes fat. You can directly see links to, for example, diabetes because they have high sugar and the macrophages have to deal with it, okay. The second thing they do is regulate inflammation. Now, here's the thing, they're related. The way the macrophage metabolizes sugar and fat regulates how it inflames. So this grant is getting to critical factors in the macrophage that are right at the intersect of metabolism and inflammation. It's focused on some proteins that are called nuclear receptors. That's a super family, a large family of proteins that regulate sets of genes in the nucleus of the macrophage. They're activated by, typically by lipids, by fats. So they're activated, they move to the nucleus or they're already in the nucleus and they regulate genes that are involved both in metabolism and inflammation. Now, what's exciting about this grant is we've identified a subset of these nuclear receptors that are very active in the lung. We hypothesize they are the master regulators of macrophage metabolism and inflammation. And by being master regulators, we hypothesize they're great targets for developing new host-directed therapies. That is the goal of the research. Dr. Schlesinger says he's excited about the prospect of discovering something new and important to help in the fight against this killer infectious disease. Well, first of all, I'm always excited about science, and uh, science is the ticket to improve human health. And I'm excited about this project because I've been in the business a long time, and I've been active in a laboratory for over 30 years. This newest research to me has the most clear-cut translation uh, to it in terms of leading to a new therapy. And by all the research I've done on these macrophages, I think we've identified here, we've uncovered, we've discovered a ticket to a new set of drugs that will ultimately cure TB. The prototype nuclear receptor in this grant is got a weird name. Uh, it's called PPAR gamma, PPAR gamma. What you need to know about PPAR gamma, it's already a target for therapy. 
we use it in metabolic disorders. In fact, it's a, uh, there are drugs, the so-called glitazone drugs, that target PPAR gamma and enhance host response to diabetes, uh, help humans uh, override diabetes. So we already know it's a feasible drug target, and these other nuclear receptors are likely drug targets. So I'm excited because I see applicability, and right now as we speak, we are testing some compounds in animals uh, to see if they improve tuberculosis as part of this grant. Is this a mouse model? We're starting with the mouse model, which is not ideal, uh, but it's one that's accessible and affordable. But with any positive data, part of the power of being at Texas Biomed is that we're in one of the seven national primate research centers, and we can move to non-human primates with these uh, compounds. You've been listening to Texas BioBytes from Texas Biomed. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe. You can find us on iTunes, Android, or Google Podcasts. Or you can just log on to our website, txbiomed.org, and sign up to receive the podcast by email. You'll get a new episode in your inbox every two weeks. At Texas Biomed, we're passionate about science. Thanks for listening. I'm Wendy Rigby.